As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's top with cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheila, and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguin till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheila, and Zach coming at you with sets. We are going to rip out the hearts of other podcasts. We are going to bite off their eyeballs. We are going to start every segment watching the scene from The Last of the Mohicans where the guy takes a bite out of the other guy's heart. We may not be good, but we're going to be nasty. We're going to reflect the blue-collar nature of this city. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a post-game pod. Birds with friends, Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, Marissa Morris, here live on YouTube and in your ears the next day as we recap the Eagles sloppy, ugly, and uh, in some ways beautiful 21-18 come from behind victory over the Carolina Panthers, saving the season, Zach. Two and three for the Eagles now. Everybody's happy. How you doing? Are you excited for the pot? Doing well. Excited for the pot. Uh, have been waiting anxiously for this. And uh, yeah, we we have we have much to discuss. The last time that well, well actually, that's not true. the last time we did a hotel pod after a one p.m. game mm. was the last Eagles win. So we're uh, we're kind of right in the wheelhouse now. This reminds okay. me of the Atlanta game. Fair enough. I think that's fair. We have decided to keep our shirts on. Was that a not like I? Yeah, I, I it's always it's always an option. That's standard. That's, to me, it's standard operating procedure, right? We, okay, well, yeah. just saying, like, maybe the shirtless Eagles fan who ran onto the field ah, uh, okay. turned the tide around. I mean, the, the Eagles uh, won the game handily once once, once he uh, did that. It was kind of weird. He ran onto the field and just had no plan at all. It was, I think, as I said on Twitter, very similar to uh, the Eagles' offensive game plan. I, I was a adjusting my microphone can you just repeat that you, you sound much better now you sound much clearer um i was going I, through the years before and I if i need to make this joke again uh zach i was saying that the man who ran onto the field shirtless had no game plan just like 
the Eagles. Well, I think they they both had a game plan, but it, the game plan uh, probably deteriorated around the same spot on the field, right? Uh, the shirtless man, I, I don't quite he he ran out there and then he just sat down right in front of Matt Rule. I'm not going to yeah, repeat the joke I mean, that I put out there. Up. He, he did. did. You know what he did is is he was trying. I think what happened is he was sent from the future. This guy, he knew how this game was going to go. And this was his way of trying to tell Miles Sanders, don't run out of bounds, you moron. When you get near the sideline, sit down and stay in bounds and don't do anything else. Miles Sanders didn't do it twice. Wasn't you know, I, I I will say this. I am clearly not good at super as super sorecasting, right? We've established <laughs> that. But if we did a super sorecasting for predictions for what Bo would say on the post-game pod, I would dominate that because I figured <laughs> that the Eagles, having won 21-18, a big win, breaking a three-game losing streak, they, they have Tampa on a short week coming up. I figured Bo would, would mention Miles Sanders running out of bounds before he mentions like oh. the comeback that led to it. Well, I mean, this is like the I, – I feel like I didn't mention it soon enough. It was insane. When it was happening, you were irate. Yeah, like I, as I, I yeah, should have I, been. Just... He should have been pulled from the game. He should be benched. That was inexcusable. He did it twice. <laughs> well, so I, I don't – He's the grouse. Believe... He's the grouse for this game. I I don't believe this is the reason for it, but uh, the joke that I made to you was that he he knows he runs so seldom right. that uh, this sure is his opportunity. Yeah, he 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 wanted to get the stats, so uh, so this was his opportunity to do so. Oh, it's yeah. kind of like in Madden, you know, where you want to get the stats, so even when you have the win. You know, you're calling the timeout or you're or you're running out of bounds. Right off the bat, I mean, he's the Oscar of the Grouse garbage player of the game. That was terrible to go with five catches for six yards. Like, I don't think I, I he shouldn't he shouldn't be in that role anymore. When they're running out the game, it should be Kenny Gainwell. Well, I imagine it's, it, it's his third year in the league. Forward. What's he doing? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was relatively absent-minded. Nonetheless, this is worse they, than they, the they Derek Barnett the stuff that you get on him for. This is this is dumb stuff. Well, I disagree. They won the game. So, well, yeah, uh, but Derek Barnett's situations, they lost the game. You play to win the game. Oh, so, so oh, so it oh, like whatever you do in a win doesn't matter as it matters less than what you do in a loss. Every you know, what's the joke? You know, when you win, everything tastes better, everything sounds better. I I would have to pull up the quote. But yeah, you, you can rationalize much in a win. I don't think that's fair. It's a learning experience in a win. In a loss, it's it's like the end of time, right? So that's that's just that's the I think this is worse the than the Barnett thing. Barnett's just like playing football. This guy's not paying attention to what's Barnett's going on. Barnett's playing football. First off, okay. Well, this is even first off. This is like second off. The Barnett thing. I mean, we don't have to have to relitigate the Barnett thing, but for you, like like Mr. Health and Safety over there. Um, Derek Barnett goes running into someone after the play, and you absolve it. This just yeah, hurts. he's he's a Miles Sanders guy. runs he's, out he's of Miles said, yeah, Miles Sanders runs out of bounds, essentially preserving his 
his his career. Oh, uh, please. And, he could have uh, slid. <laughs> he could have slid. <laughs> um, nonetheless, uh, yeah, it was it was foolish of him, but the Eagles won. We should discuss the win. Trade him. Trade him now. <laughs> so the, I thought the defense played outstanding today. Okay, well, let's get um, let's get let, we can talk about the game. Let's here's the thing. I mean, this game was was awful, right? It was it was so <laughs> ugly for the first three quarters, basically, at least two and a half quarters. I mean, the Eagles on offense was it was disgusting. They had they had, I think, five first downs in their first 10 drives. And three of those came on that uh, end of the first half two minute drill. So like that was that was not really the game plan. Exactly. I like that tweet you had the game planned like offense, two first downs in the first nine drives. And it was it was so bad. And, you know, it, it was like so many screens, so many short passes against a very fast defense. And Devontae Smith was asked about it after the game. He said they were expecting a lot of cover zero. So they thought that they could get the ball out quickly, maybe get a, maybe, you know, maybe get a block um, in man to man and spring a big play. You know, there were no adjustments. It was not working at all. And like, I'm, we're thinking the season's over basically. Like I'm preparing to write like a, like sell all these yeah. guys day after uh, like here's who they should trade. And uh, fortunately enough, they were able to hang in the game long enough for the other team to make more mistakes than they did, mostly because of the defense. But like, we can get to sort of the um, intangible like fight and perseverance that that they showed in this game. You know, being able to to come back and and pull this game out. And Jalen Hurts made some very nice plays in the fourth quarter. But like, ten thousand foot view, I feel worse about. Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni after this game than I did going in. So they they won this game the way that I frankly expected them to win games this year. I I thought the games they would win would be ugly type wins. I didn't think they would have this high powered offense. I I figured it, it would it would be games that are close that the defense carries them, the offense comes through with a few timely plays. So uh, the the fact that it took them until week five to win this type of game is a relative surprise, right? Like the, the way they played against Atlanta, the way they played against Kansas city, that was more surprising to me, but you are right. Like the, the, uh, the way they played in that first half was very discouraging. The game plan. I'm, I am not a run the ball guy, but I figured if there was a week, Nick Sirianni is turning me into a run the ball guy. (laughs) If there was a, we all saw what Dallas did to them last week. We all know what the strengths of this Panthers defense is. I figured this would be a week when they ran the ball, and I don't want I don't want to say the only conclusion I could come up with, but it makes me wonder when watching their game plan early in the game, if they like Miles Sanders when he has the ball in his hands, but they don't trust his vision. So they feel like the way to incorporate him his is to throw is to throw these you know short screen passes and try to get him in space that way so he doesn't have to make it because I don't understand the plan to throw all those short screens early in the game. Um, it clearly was not working. I don't think they 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 needed to run the ball you know thirty times or or, or whatever it may be. I I, I just. I was surprised by the game plan tonight. Like I, I figured, you know, for instance, not to get ahead of ourselves, but Thursday is a week when 
I would expect them to throw the ball like crazy. You know, the Bucks are down players in the secondary, and I, I know the Panthers are down players in the secondary too. I just thought that that when you look at Carolina's defense, they would run the ball more than they did, and they were just playing from behind the sticks. We don't have to get – I mean, they took points off the board with a penalty again. It was for three quarters, it was just a poor offensive performance. Uh, let's see. Miles Sanders, 11 carries for 45 yards in this game. Kenny Gainwell, two carries for 16 yards. And, and you know, I think about half of those came in the fourth quarter. Um, now, to be fair, they didn't have a lot of plays in those first 10 drives because they kept going three and out uh, or turning the ball over. But, you know, it's not even it's not even run the ball on this. Um, I mean, I, I think that's part of it. But like doing the same thing, these 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 short passes, these short screens that were that had no effect. And now, to be fair, Jalen Hurts also missed a bunch of throws in the first three quarters. Yes, um, guys that were open. Someone, some of them he missed like wildly, and then some of them he missed uh, just by enough to make it uh, to make it matter. And like, you know, it's never going to be it's never going to be linear, right? It's never going to be Jalen Hurts is getting a little bit better, a little bit better every week. You know, there are going to be these spikes. And, and I thought that he was bad in this game until uh, until the end, until the very end. But the defense kept him in it, like you said. And this is like uh, like we were talking about how last week, OK, you went up against a terrible defense and a great offense. Uh, we'll find out a little bit more this week. And so they went up against a better defense and a worse offense. And guess what? The offense took a step back and the defense took a step forward. So uh, obviously that that all makes sense. Uh, Darius Slay, we should talk about him, obviously. Uh, he's coming off. He's coming off the baby earlier this week. I think he's going to. Well, gonna, his his wife's coming off the baby. Let's let's make that. Well, I didn't say he had player. the baby. I said he's coming off the baby. And that, I would imagine that he's yes, going to see yes. if she's willing to give birth every week now. Um, because if he's going to play like that, it might be worth it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know how Speak that for would be possible. <laughs> yeah, yes. Well, I mean, imagine if he has like a, a like 30 interception season, he's going to get paid. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's a lot to go through. Um, so yeah, two huge interceptions. They, they turn the ball over on defense. I think a lot of this is like, Sam Darnold is uh, showing up to be the garbanzo beans quarterback he, he is. Yeah. So. Well, so, look, I mean, I, I I wrote about the defense, so I hope everyone checks that out on The Athletic. Did a good job. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, I wasn't trying to, uh, like, play down the way the defense played against Kansas City. Uh, I recognize it was it was a bad performance, but I I was I was saying the other night that they the way they played in those first two games uh, cannot be discounted. That they played against a really good quarterback. Uh, they they played against the, you know the, the 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 Cowboys and the Chiefs going into this week were two of the top three teams in 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 DVOA. Now playing the Eagles obviously helps that right, uh, but th- those are. T- those are teams that that tend to do it. And the way the Eagles played against San Francisco and Atlanta also shows who they are. And so now in, in three of five games this year, the Eagles have allowed three total touchdowns. Um, the Eagles are going to do this against mediocre quarterbacks or against bad quarterbacks or against bad offensive lines. That has a, that has a lot to do with it, too. And then they're going to play. There are going to be games against really good offenses. Like I expect this to happen Thursday. It could happen when they play against 
the Chargers, where the defense is going to look really bad. And uh, it'll be fun to. I'm excited I, to watch Herbert. <laughs> and uh, so I, I wasn't one of these people who was saying like Jonathan Gannon has no clue what he's doing, and like you know the Eagles made a mistake at, at defensive coordinator. It's premature to 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 make that type of determination one way or the other. I just thought that there was a lot of overreaction to the way they played against the Chiefs. And not that they're going to play like this every week, but uh, you're not going to see Patrick Mahomes every week. And you're going to see more quarterbacks. When you when you look at the rest of the schedule, the quarterbacks are closer to Darnold than they are to Mahomes. Do they have um, square faces also? I mean, I, I, Darnold, you know, let's judge him for how he is as a quarterback. We don't need to judge him mean, for the shape of his face. Let's look at the schedule real quick and talk about some uh, some face shape. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Marissa, how about here. you and I do the podcast? Brady, uh, sort of shrinking face. You know, obviously his face looks much different than it used to. We can we can <laughs> debate whether that has to do with HGH or some other kind of drug that um, is that's, uh, that's the TV that's, that's the TV twelve method. I mean, Tom that's Brady, Alex is... Guerrero method. Uh, Derek Carr, uh, I would say roundish face. Um, Jared Goff, doing this? goober face. Uh, Justin Herbert, handsome. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, circular face, I would say. Uh, Jameis Winston. Uh, I can't really, I can't really picture his face. Uh, Daniel Jones, uh, Melvin face for sure. Zach Wilson, scrunchy face. Uh, bye. Uh, what is what is uh, Taylor Heineke's face looking like these days? I don't know. Let's just get to that. Po- Let's get to the game. <laughs> I'm you very excited for Shield to listen back to this part right here. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna make it. Uh, okay. What else do you want to talk about? Wait. So, uh, so th- a few things here with the defense. Okay. Uh, Darius Slay, like you mentioned, big. I thought the first interception was just an outstanding play. He asked, or, or you asked him after the game, if this was the best game he he played with the Eagles. I think decidedly so. Like, he did not easily rest of that. I he, mean, this yeah, is what he was and, brought here to do. He followed DJ Moore the whole yeah, game. DJ, exactly. DJ Moore had his worst game of the season, and he had two more average. He changed the game. Yeah, D- like, yeah, yeah, DJ Moore, fellow Terp, uh, to, to, to Marissa, fellow not a, a good weekend for Maryland. Guys. Not a good Taylor weekend. Heineke, uh, January sixth face, by the way. That's. Uh, oh my. Well. <laughs> DJ Moore. Uh, yeah. So uh, DJ Moore averaged ninety nine point five <laughs> yards per game. The first four games of the season, uh, was what under fifty yards today, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Darius Slay followed him around. So that is one adjustment that the defense made. The defense uh, credit to Bo for looking up the stat. The defense blitzed more. Today they blitzed ten times. Today, if 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 you go based on five man rushes, fourteen times in the first four games of the season. So there were variations. You know this this wasn't just executing the scheme that they had better. Um, you know they they did make adjustments. But I I I, I really look at the defensive line and what jumped out to me overall today was the best players on defense played well. You know we we addressed Slay Fletcher Cox at his best game of the season had a sack. Uh, two quarterback hits, a tackle for a loss, right? And that quarterback hit on the, on the deep throw to Robbie Anderson might have been his best, his most yeah. impactful play of the game because that, yeah, that affected the throw there. and Maddox uh, is able to break it up. Yep. 
Javon Hargrave, another sack, six on the season now. Josh Sweat, a sack. Uh, Derek Barnett had two quarterback hits. Uh, so their defensive line was was getting to the quarterback. Good for you. Good for uh, you for acknowledging. <laughs> uh, Steven big, Nelson. Big uh, Steven Nelson's not one of their huge uh, play. best players, but he's an, he's an important player. Made a huge play. Um, so they're, they're – And Ryan Kerrigan made a tackle. <laughs> the he guys that need to step up stepped up. He did it. You were he's so part of the, the press team. box in the press box to give people insight. Okay. This was this like true. Uh, this is true. What you're this was just like a a you know <laughs> run-of-the-mill play at the end of the first half, right? They were going is that when it was? And uh and Bo like lets out um like whoa, it happened, like 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 that kind of thing. <laughs> he and did turn around, he yeah. Right. And people turn around <laughs> like what just happened, right? Uh because it it, it was like a, a a negative one yard run, and uh, so he had no choice but to make the tackle. Yeah. It was like almost accidental. If, if if there was a bow cam, like PhiladelphiaEagles.com does um, the the Merrill cam, that would make it. Yeah, I think that I think the things that would have made it for this game are that and the Miles Sanders running out of bow is place. is I, I'm gonna pump up Bo here. Bo is an outstanding. Bo is an outstanding game watcher. Like observes things throughout the he he really knows how to watch a game in real time. No, a lot of like if you would be great to cover as the head coach because you see so much in real time. You don't have to go what back. What are you gassing me up for here? Well, I, it's true. I watch it any differently than you. I'm curious. What are you guys writing down during the game? To really show people, like Bo charting like forty things, not just is he doing, you know, you know, because because we're all jotting down what's going on in the game, but Bo is charting personnel groupings, he's charting player specific things, like he's, yeah, yeah I mean, that's because I'm it's, not writing. You have to write, or you have to write something for the gun. Yeah, it's it's a really impressive three hour performance by Bo. This is this is first of all, Shield's gonna vomit if he makes it this far. <laughs> Uh, this is like not, I think he stopped after it's, the it's not true. conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, so uh, he's so, charting faces. <laughs> <Come in. laughs> uh, so let's see. So, 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 what else with the defense? Uh, I mean, I mean, they I kept mean, him in the me, game, right? Like, yeah, like, like the drive that that was the biggest drive of the game was forcing the three and out after the Eagles don't get the first down when Zach, when, when Hertz and Ertz don't, yeah. uh, uh, when they don't connect on that fourth down and, um, and then the Eagles force. And I hated that out, play then, calling. I hated that play calling sequence. They had, yeah, they're moving um, the ball. They're moving the ball on 11 personnel. And then they get to second and three, second and four. They bring on the freaking 13 personnel package. N- nothing like a dead play. They keep it. They keep two tight ends on the field. Another dead play, and then yeah, then they go for it on fourth down. Actually, I forgot to mention that they went for it on fourth down the day after. I gotta, I gotta see if I can add that. And then, uh, and then the block punt, um, and and, and so that's huge. There, what a huge play, right? Because if if Carolina just gets a first down there, I don't know if the Eagles win the game. Um, yeah, and Jared Avery showing up, played a season high, and played over fifty percent of the snaps, and uh, makes it makes a huge play there. I mean, easily so, his biggest play as an Eagle. So I usually wait until the next morning for the NFL's official stats, but I I saw you know you got the stats up from uh from from was that True Media? True Media, yeah. And uh, well, we can get to it when we discuss the offense. But Quez Watkins, 
Outsnapping Jalen uh, Rager, finally. Outsnapping Jalen Rager, that 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 jumped out to me. Uh, we'll get to that when we discuss the offense. But no, I, I I mean we should spend a minute or two on Sean Bradley on on the TJ Edwards block on mm-hmm. because and another uh, another I, thing that made me upset actually, Sean Bradley jumping on the ball, pick it up yeah. and go. There's no downside. Yeah, you're right. Well, the downside is if they pick it up and they run for the the uh, no. first down. You're not going to pick it up and run for the first down. That far, or deep. or if the punter picks it up and punts it, <laughs> as okay. we saw the other night, scoop you know? it up and go, my man. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, I agree. Uh, he he should have scooped it up and and went. I think he tweeted something out about it. He said it took uh, a weird bounce. Yeah, yeah, it took a weird bounce. But so that's no excuse, no excuse. Um, and then pick it up. Yeah. So anyway, what give me what you were gonna say about TJ Edwards? No, I I won here because uh, uh the elevate you know I'm not I'm I'm not doing a report or a complaint here. We are very fortunate to to uh, be at these games and uh, and frankly our seats are outstanding in Carolina. Uh, oh, yeah, my one seats. My my one gripe, my one gripe is that uh, the elevator situation uh, was was. Real difficult, hmm. and there's no stair, and there's no staircase down to the. They they said I could take a staircase to the main floor, but then I would take an elevator down to the locker room. And so, anyway, so uh, I got to tell you, elevator the, trouble has been the theme of my weekend yeah. here in Charlotte, uh, here in my hotel. Oh. Um, just just an awful elevator situation. It's part of this uh, uh, epicenter like mall thing here yeah. in Charlotte, and there's only four. Uh, bays or four, four, you know, elevators. And it's like, there's two hotels here. People are getting off and on. It's a bad system. And it's just been a disaster the whole time. I mean, you want to talk about uh, first world problems, but it's been really just a total disaster. So the reason that I I mentioned the the elevator situation was uh, I didn't get down there for I didn't get down uh, there for him either. Oh, okay. All right. So then we can't explain what TJ Edwards said, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) I thought maybe you rewatched it. Not yet. Not yet. I I will. I will. And yeah. uh, So, but huge, huge block punt by TJ Edwards. Enormous. Biggest play of the season. Up there. Well, I mean, Kerrigan's tackle, obviously. I was, it was huge. I mean, yeah, they're down, they're down, uh, two points at that point. There's still, you know, there's no reason to believe that they're going to be able to move the ball necessarily. And so, uh, that, I mean, totally changed the game. How, what did you think of the, uh, uh, the Panthers fake field goal punt from the 40 into the end zone that set up the Eagles I mean, first touchdown? That's what are we doing? Did not like it. Would have just attempted the field goal or. Uh, what was it? It was fourth and what? It was fourth and what in that situation? Uh, I want to say fourth and seven. All right, so a little far for it was a little eight. far to go. Yeah. yeah, but if I mean, if you're going to do it, don't kick it in the end zone, my guy. Yeah. Well, they had their yeah, they had their kicker kick the uh, or they had their kicker punt it. Did they? I thought the I thought the holder stood up. No, it was no the I, kicker. I, that makes yeah. more sense. Okay. Yeah, because on the. Uh, on the box score of Zing Gonzalez punting that. Got it. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. ZG. You like a ZG? I, I like any Z's. 
Mm, well, now I'm going to have to think of a Z that's going to make you look bad for liking him. Mm, let's let's focus Deschanel. on the pod. So. Okay. Um, okay. So let's talk about let's talk about the offense sort of turning things around uh, in that fourth quarter. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts that first half. Uh, he end of the end of the first half. He misses Quez Watkins deep, and I think that's that's an understandable miss, right? The whole point of that play is to look for something quick. If the quick thing's not there, you throw it out of bounds. Like he's not even really supposed to even necessarily look at Quez Watkins, but he's wide open, completely forgotten about by the defense. And Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurt sees that and puts his hands on his head, like, "Oh, I can't believe we missed that. It would have been a touchdown." Well, it's later in the game, he has an opportunity to hit Jalen Hurts third and ten. And uh, and it's a huge play. A 53-yarder sets up the touchdown. And uh, it seemed like from there they were able to move the ball. You know, Then they start incorporating Jalen Hurts as a runner on the next possession. They get stopped on fourth down. They get the punt. He hits Dallas Goddard down the middle of the field to set up the second touchdown. And a really awesome play on the two-point conversion when he avoids the rush and then finds Devontae Smith in the back of the end zone. And it's like, you know, this is what I was talking about before, like, the like the intangible uh ephemeral stuff of like you know the guy's a gamer he's gotten he's got a little something to him uh the guys on the team gravitate towards him they they you know the the steady hand that he has he never gets too high never gets too low i always think that stuff is a little bit uh overstated but you know it 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 played out at least in his favor in this game and you want a guy uh, who can forget about having a terrible first three quarters and and can make some plays at the end of the game? So, I still think overall this was not a good Jalen Hurts performance, but it was it was nice to see him be able to take advantage of those things. Yes, uh, all of the above, I agree with. Not a very good Jalen Hurts performance, a bad Jalen Hurts performance, but credit to him for the fourth quarter making plays when they mattered. Right? Uh, you know, I was listening on my walk to the stadium. I was I was listening to a JJ Reddick podcast and he was saying how uh he what's uh, Flex yeah JJ Reddick is an, an incredible podcast host um and yeah he, he was discussing how it's not who you want how, like, who you want to be the one to find you when you're being human trafficked <laughs> he was discussing how he went uh after a bad shooting night he would just tell himself eight for twelve. Right, the next night he was going eight for twelve, and it was it was just like it was it was the way he he thought, and I was thinking about that when I was watching Jalen Hurts today because I feel like every time Jalen Hurts goes out there for a drive, like he thinks he's he's making a play on that on that drive. He is mm-hmm. uh, he comes off to us very confident, and I believe he's like that behind the scenes too. You've you heard him, or or you hear teammates talk about him. Jordan Mailata, who uh, is, he had a great quote. He said, "He's all bite, no bark." Yeah. Um, which is uh, which is a compliment, I, w- I would think. And uh, yeah, I, I was I was really impressed with the way Hurt. I was not impressed with Hurt's game. I thought Hurt's was was bad early on, but. I was very impressed with this fourth quarter, very impressed with some of the clutch plays that he made, put the team, put the offense on his back late, like that he ran the ball some there. Uh, that's what they should be doing. It's uh, still, it still bothers me that it's not a bigger part of the offense. 
Agreed. Agreed. They need to lean into it more. Um, but yeah, credit to Jalen Hurts for the way he finished that game. And you mentioned um, the thing at the end of halftime. That one, that was a good Bo Wolf observation. Two, you asked the question. Three, Jalen Hurts, I would think in the past, uh, and we don't have a large sample size here. He's, this is only his fifth game starting this season. But in the past, if you ask him about something like that, he just like, yeah. dismisses the question. He, 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 had, yeah. he had like a substantive answer today. So perhaps this is the maturation of the Wolf Hurts relationship. <laughs> perhaps. Uh, Zach, I got to tell you, I'm looking here, uh, you know, quickly pulled up uh, a list of serial killers on Wikipedia. Not a lot of Zs. You're right. Bo, your I Google search history was Zid, scary. Zidzla Marchuski, uh, who killed uh, between 14 and over 21, perhaps, people in Poland in the 60s. Uh, looks like that that's a guy who you shouldn't be too proud of. But otherwise, you're doing pretty well with disease. So someone steals Bo Wolf's computer right now, and they see shape of quarterback's oh, faces. Oh, good point. Good point from uh, and then And then serial killers. The Zodiac Killer is on your is on your uh, blood is on that's, your hands. That's that's not a name. It, that is not a name. And Owen was the one who I believe messed me up. Uh, he was, yes. Yeah, he's the one who had me to exhaust uh, my turkey. Right. So. He's, he must have so messed he up is. Patrick Mahomes too, because I don't know. Since then, right? Yeah. Since that game, Patrick Mahomes hasn't been himself yeah. either. I don't have the game on right now. What's going on? I, I turned it off because the TV is right behind me. So me too. I was just reading here. the chat. Gotcha. Okay. Um, chat. Well, yes. Yeah, so, so we were saying with uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, impressive fourth quarter from him. Something to build on for sure. Actually, this is a good time for us to go to the ads. Yes. I will perfect. Uh, good point. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All right, back on Birds with Friends, and uh, it uh, it pains me a little bit to do this, but we need to go over Swooper Storecasting. And uh, Zach, of course, you had you had two predictions in this one. Now, I didn't I didn't watch all of the broadcast. I was listening to a little bit of it, uh, but I feel like if these things had hit, we would have heard about it on Twitter. You had the Jersey Shore is mentioned in the broadcast. Doesn't sound like that hit. And Miles Sanders is the leading rusher in the game for both teams. That did not turn out to be the case. You didn't even get out of bounds a few more times. Yeah, you did. Like 18 more times. Uh, Chuba Hubbard leading the way. With he was on the radio. I, 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 he was yards. on the way to doing so. What a quiet 100-yard rushing game for Chuba Hubbard, wouldn't you say? No. I, it was happening right in front of my eyes. I saw him accumulate all 100 of those yards. All right. I guess you're, you're watching uh, better than I am. 
Uh, I had uh, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside catches a pass. Uh, didn't happen. He was on the field for three snaps, and they were probably all screens. Good, uh, good tendency-breaking, guys. Uh, Sam Darnold, or the Panthers' offense, puts up 40 more points, 40 or more points. The broadcast mentions DJ Moore's high school. Doesn't sound like that happened. Jalen Hurts has more rushing touchdowns than Sam Darnold. That did happen, so that's one oh. for me. And Josh Sweat and Derek Barnett have more sacks than Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick. It was uh, trending my way in the beginning, but then uh, Hassan Reddick had those back-to-back sacks, so I did not get that. And then, of course, really the main event that everybody was paying attention to for this game, a pylon gets knocked over, and disappointingly unfortunately it's so random (laughs) oh man if that if that if that shirtless guy had knocked over the pylon oh my gosh could you imagine (laughs) he definitely would have been a hired ringer miles sanders couldn't have done that when he was running out of bounds he couldn't have just trolleyed down the end of the sideline and kicked it over brutal Um, it would just crack me up if if if, if there was a minion that ran onto the field (laughs) Knocked over a pylon. He's getting arrested, but he says, I did it for Swoop and Sorkin. <laughs> Can you believe? We no did have God. a suggestion from the chat to spice up Swoopers forecasting. Oh, I'm all for it. That Zach, because, you know, he knows what Bo's going to start the show with, some, you know, mm. intricate thing of the game. If Zach submits to me before the show starts, he gets an extra point in Swooper. So if Bo goes on a point t- is a lot. I would give him a half a point. <laughs> it's just a thought, you know. But he's because- got to get, he has to bid turkeys on it. He's that's got all these turkeys I, left over. I think I, wanna, I think that's fair. I will allow I want, that actually. I want to play by the same rules as everybody else. I think right? that's okay. If Sheila's okay with it, I will allow that you can use some of your leftover turkeys to submit to Marissa before the postgame pod what I'm gonna start with. You can bid, it's a blind bid. You can bid whatever you want. I think that's fair. Nah, and just, Bo can't like you have to start it with something game related. It can't just be oh, like I, I mean I can't promise that. <laughs> or else you're just gonna start every show with like <laughs> earned not given, right? Like I, I wanna earn I want to earn my victories here. So I want to earn it through through sound uh <laughs> you know, sound uh, savings number one, but then <laughs> but then shrewd decision making number two. So okay. I am I'm gonna do it that way. But I appreciate the Thought, but I am happy to send Marissa for my for our own edification. Uh, like three things I expect Bo is going to hit mm-hmm. that, that before we discuss anything relevant in the game, right? <laughs> like the Eagles, the Eagles could upset the the uh, Bucks on, on on Thursday night, but like Tom Brady you know, didn't do something that, that didn't the, shake uh, someone's yeah, hand, yeah, and, and, and then all of a sudden Bo. I mean, the first 10 minutes there's not the a season. chance in hell that if the Bucks lose on Thursday night that Tom Brady is going to shake Jalen Hurts' hand. It will never happen. <laughs> ah, come on. Yeah, that's true. Sounds like that a super for, for us. Wait, when are we doing super sorecasting? Tuesday? Tuesday. Double, super size show okay. this week on Tuesday. Tuesday night we do uh, we do both things. Uh, I got to finish this super sorecasting, by the way. Shield. Uh, the broadcast specifically says the exact number of Panthers players who played for Temple. Don't think that happened. There's a penalty on somebody in the game for running out of bounds and touching the ball first. Didn't happen. Fletcher Cox has at least one sack. That did happen. And then Jonathan Gannon dials up more than four blitzes in the game. As long as True Media is correct, it sounds like he hit that, and Shu will extend his lead, nauseatingly so. Good work by Shu. That's why he's a senior writer or the senior That's NFL right. writer. That's yes. right. 
So that is why. That's <laughs> I believe it's on his resume. That <laughs> I was listening back to the pot. That was such a flex by Shield there. When? On the, on the other day when when, when he, he I'm not he a senior writer up. for nothing or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. It was uh Okay. Uh, speaking of the minions, shout out to the minions who uh, who came up and said hi at Resident Culture. Uh, Flex, always good to see. Always good to see the listeners. Had some good conversations. Um, and if you're ever in the Charlotte area, hit up Resident Culture. So uh, I'll, I would do a, a little flex as well. Um, I was uh, well. Well, first off, I was I was out with high school friends. Um, oh, uh, big Tom flex! Evelyn, uh, Mr. Mr. Are, popular over here. No, who are big friends? Uh, who, are, who are big fans of of uh, of Bo, Marissa, and Shield. So uh, they, but what I was gonna say is I, I went Thursday night to uh, see to see John Mulaney, um, mm, and another big I'm waiting flex. Out, I'm waiting outside in line. I'm 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 standing there with my brother, and someone just walks by and says, "ZB and the Wolf." <laughs> really you didn't tell me that yes I, I, I meant to tell you and my brother was looking at me like uh <laughs> what is going on here? that's great i appreciate you guys tuning in um <laughs> you know uh my my father-in-law uh, uh so he was good. saying nice things about uh about the zb and the wolf thing and i appreciate it but it's like, you know, I, I work really hard on our, on these columns that we write and whatnot. Like, you know, <laughs> we're getting this attention for this parody that we do of sports talk radio. So uh, anyways, it's besides. If you point. see Zach in public, please do the same thing. Just, just <laughs> yell ZB at the wolf at him. That's and I hope someone does it in front of your kids. So they're like, daddy, what's ZB in the wolf? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't even know sometimes. <laughs> It, it would just be funny if if we're standing in line and they do that that wolf call that you do. Mm, that would be good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So. I like that. Um, all right. Uh, what do we need to talk about? What about uh, well, well, yeah. So a few things here that I, I would I would like to discuss. So do we want, should we finish with the offense or get to some decision making? Uh, why don't we finish with the offense? Okay. Um, Quez Watkins. We we mentioned the snap distribution, but Quez is becoming a, a key player here. Like a, it is the amount of downfield plays that he makes. Now, uh, it's it's week five. Just he should so it should impressive. be it should only be growing. It, his role exactly. should only be growing, and Jalen Rager's role should only be diminishing. Exactly. Exactly. It's not even close. Who is more? Who is yeah. more important? Uh, Jordan Myers. He's yeah. he's a better player. I agree, and he in it, it the offense changes with him on the field. One hundred percent. So okay, so uh, while we're on the topic of wide receivers, egregious, another touchdown off the board. unbelievable. Uh, what was the stat you had about uh, the the wide receiver penalties? They have the most wide receiver penalties in the league. They have five yeah, penalties five. on wide receivers this year, uh, which is their the head most coaches the wide receiver coach, coach, right? They, they have continuity at wide receivers coach. They have like, you know, a few other former wide receivers coaches on staff, right? Patul is a former wide receiver. Like they, uh, this is. Right. Like is, they, they are all about the fundamentals, you know, mastering the things that require no talent, like the specifics of everything and at that position. And they're, they're, they're blowing it all over the place. But like for back to back weeks, 
to get a touchdown off the board with the same five touchdowns this season have come off yeah, the board. But they're all different variety. But I'm saying, but like the pick play on fourth down on back to back weeks, you're not coaching it correctly then, right? Like you can't say it, uh, the refs are looking out for it. Don't give them. And in looking back, it was unnecessary. Right, like it yeah, wasn't he had won. Devontae Smith had won his route, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the, the penalties are it's it kind of got lost in the shuffle because the Eagles did win this game. It is a major problem. It is egregious that 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 fifth touchdown of the season. I also don't comes like off the board. I, I don't I'm sorry, but like we don't I don't need Greg Ward on the field in the red zone. He's always on the field in these red zone packages. Like yeah, they discussed that this past can't week. Can't we just why like, yeah, can't we just and, and enough with the J.J. Ortega-Whiteside plays. I know it's only three plays, but, like, just leave Quez and Devontae Smith out there. Rotate your tight ends. And I got to tell you, like, the tight end rotation thing, just judging by body language as I, like, watch those guys shuffle back and forth, I really feel like Dallas Goddard is, like, I mean, it's exactly what we expected. But it's, oh. like, get me out of here. Like, can I? can I just – get on the field and play please and get in a rhythm like they keep having a ping pong back and forth he must hate it and zach too all right like it's it doesn't it doesn't make sense for either of them and it's and it's funny because early in the year they were i say early in the year we're only five games into the season they were at least like feigning interest in playing 12 personnel and now they've they've almost uh, i i know they have some of it but but they've almost abandoned it right and and so it's yeah, either one much. or yeah, it's either one or the other on the field. So essentially, you're splitting time with these two tight ends. It, it yeah. makes no sense. They both whatsoever. must be miserable. Yes, I, but I actually no I think sense. that Goddard is probably more miserable. Yeah. So I he thought I saw, this was going to be his year. I saw Here's Max Williams. Sorry, I, I saw Max Williams got injured in Arizona. Is that right? Mm, I uh, so like like see what Arizona's willing to give you. Well, here's my question, Zach. What would you would you would you be willing to entertain a more enter like a a more significant package for to trade Dallas Goddard instead? What's the package, right? I don't know. Would you take a? I mean, what Hurst went for a second round pick, right? Yeah, Goddard's going to be a free agent. Would you take a? Would you take a third round pick? An early? Well, I mean, a third. Well, I guess an early. It's hard to say because a bad team's not going to trade for him. So, would you take a third round pick and a sixth round pick for Dallas Goddard? I would if if you believe like if internally they believe that Tyree Jackson has starter oh, wow. upside. I forgot about Tyree. Look at you, um, and he'll be back this year. But like if if they think legitimately this isn't just a uh, a piece, but you know like a, a depth piece. If they think Tyree Jackson could be your you know could be Logan Thomas, then yeah, I I would entertain it. I just. I mean, how about a second, a second for Goddard and Sanders, a second for a pair of, I seconds. would still, I would still keep, I would still keep Goddard long-term, but if they haven't signed him yet, right. I, I, I don't know what that, I, 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 I can't imagine he's going to enjoy being in Philadelphia anymore in like two months than he is now. Right. So right. Uh, it's, it's just a weird situation. It's really weird, but I would, I would see what it, I would see what Arizona's. I, I mean, Arizona's one of the best teams in the NFL. Um, if they just lost their starting tight end, it's it's worth exploring. And again, if if, if I'm I don't have the comments in front of me here, 
and pull that up. But uh, if I'm wrong about Max Williams, please let me know. I, I I've been working today. I I just I saw that on on Twitter while I was writing. Gotcha. Uh, all right, we got uh, one more break to take, and then we can uh, come back and close this bad boy. I talk about some of the decisions yep. that Nikki Sirianni made. All right, back on Birds with Friends. Uh, Zach, by the way, what did you make of? I know we like we don't know what to say here, but uh, the the Nick the Nick Sirianni uh, Lane Johnson sixty five sticker on his visor joining the ones he had for Brandon Graham and Isaac Sayamalu, the guys who were out for the season. I don't know. Well, we know why he he uses the st- why he does the stickers. It's something, but it's only he, for guys who are out for the year. Yeah, like Brandon it's Brooks something he's, on there. He, he's done in the past. Um, so inter it was it was interesting. Uh and, and again, we're waiting to find out more here, or we'll learn more here as we go on Lane Johnson's situation. But it was the it it, it definitely jumped out. I'm sorry that I I uh asked a question when you were asking a question to Nick That's there okay. at the end. Yeah. But um I imagine it'll come up tomorrow when we speak to Nick. Um in a, in a few different ways, uh, whether it's the visor, whether it's Lane's status. So uh, curious to hear what he has to say. Okay, that's fair. Uh, you know, we talked about Quez before we get to Sirianni. I, I don't, we didn't spend much time on Devontae Smith, who had another good game. Uh, seven catches for 77 yards. He also had well, a fumble. And a fumble, uh, exactly. Right. Um, so he's had a couple of mistakes over the past couple of weeks. But I think it's sort of um, – I see you got the life water there, Zach. Is that your, is that your, uh, your, your airport move? No, it's not. Um, oh. The hotel, the hotel, the, uh, this is what they had. Oh, so. nice. I see. I like, you know, when you go, when you do the airport, uh, you're on the business trip, you know, you can expense a bottle of water. I don't really want to buy like a $6 bottle of water myself, but, you know, you can get one. You can get one on the company dime. That's a good, that's a good deal. <laughs> you got to stay hydrated. That you, you you do have to, you do have to stay hydrated. Yes, uh, I think it's pretty clear that Devonte Smith is the real deal. Uh, most receiving oh, yards for an Eagles rookie uh, in the first five games, second to Deshaun Jackson. Um, he's good, man. He's smooth. Yeah, I. I'm sorry. I agree with you. It's okay. Uh, I'm 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 so impressed with Devonte during these these past few weeks. Uh, and I, I, I frankly think as as they keep as they keep feeding him the ball, he'll it, the numbers will only go up. I mean, I, I've been really impressed with him. Okay. Uh, all right. What are the Sirianni decisions that you'd like to unpack? So the two point conversion, uh, or lack thereof, rather. Um, they so they score the touchdown, the first touchdown that they score, uh, and there is an offsides on the extra point. So Sirianni has the option to go for the two-point conversion from the one-yard line there, and if they make it, it becomes – Which he did in Atlanta. Yes. If if they make it, it becomes a two-point game. Uh, and no, no. If, he miss, yeah, if he misses it, it's a four-point game. No, Instead, no, 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 no. It was, it was different. It was already a three. It was so already, okay, if, so they, if they yes, went for two and got it, it would have yes. been a one-point yes. game. If they kicked a field goal, it would have been a two-point game. Yes, yes. Um. And uh, and so he decides to keep the points on the board and enforce it or, or not keep the points on the board, but uh, keep the extra point there and uh, make it a two point game. And, uh, and I was and OK with this, the yards actually. on. 
on the kickoff. Well, the so the issue I have is is first off the it's it's not the same percentage as an extra point, but the percentage the hit rate is much better from from the one yard line, obviously than the sure. So your your chances of converting go up, and then the second part is that if the uh, if if the Panthers scored a touchdown on the ensuing drive, right? You're still um, within. You're still within. You're, a score. you're still within right. one possession. I so, think. I think that. I, I would actually. I mean, I should have looked into the math on this. Uh, this to me was not a no-brainer. I'm okay with going to two because there's a huge difference between two and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, a field goal wins the game instead of ties the game. Uh, you know, if you get, if, if that's what their margin remains. And I feel like the difference, the risk of uh, the difference between one and two is maybe not worth the the risk, uh, the reward of, of the difference between one and two is maybe not worth the risk of the difference between two and three. Uh, I, I was, I was, okay I don't know the math decision. on that one. I, I would, I would have to look that up, but that what is- I didn't like, and I said this, I said this to you, you then so you take the penalty on the kickoff, which means you got a short kickoff, and then you just boot it through the back of the end zone. I hate that. Kick so it high you and go? short. You would hide and short. Kick okay. it high and short. Pin him. Try to pin him deep. I That's agree with you the, there. Take the orange there. I I agree with you there. So, um, and then otherwise, you know, there weren't a ton of fourth down decisions in this game because the offense was so bad. But I liked he, how quick he was on the fourth down. The the touchdown that guy called the back. The there was, yeah. yeah, but there were no questions there, it seemed like. No questions there. That was good. And then uh, they went for it on fourth down in the fourth quarter, which they didn't get yeah. um, after they stalled that drive. But that, that oh, was right the right call. decision, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there weren't there weren't a ton of like difficult decisions. I mean, this was this was a bad Sirianni game um, because the game plan was so bad mm-hmm. uh, and the offense was so but ugly. I, I try but, to differentiate between Sirianni, the play caller, and Sirianni, the game, the, the game manager. Right. So the 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 game manager was fine in this game. The play yeah. caller, the offensive coordinator, was yeah. bad. And then you know, does the uh, culture creator get some credit for the team like hanging around and you know fighting back? I don't know. Did you like? Was this game? Is your lesson from this game that like this this is a plucky team that? Uh, that it has some fight in them or was it just that the Panthers are pretty bad? I, I give them credit for the resiliency there. Right. They, they, they kept at it. Uh, I think so. It really was the like, uh, they, it, all of all three phases, uh, like made mistakes. Uh, this was not a, this was not a perfect game by any stretch, but like it, what it is true that like, this was a game in which all three phases contributed to the win. Like, this, like I, I, I don't think the Panthers are a bad team, right? I, I, I give the Eagles, I give the Eagles credit for this win. I, I think this is a solid win for the Eagles. Now, Carolina was missing some key pieces, and I don't think they uh, called a very good game there. Yeah, but, they turtled a little bit. It seemed like they got yeah. a little conservative. Um, I want to read what uh, Joe Person wrote. I know he he wrote about the fourth quarter collapse. Great name. Um, great beat writer. Um, but overall, I do give the Eagles credit. Uh, you know, they, they, I, I don't want to call it like an inspired comeback, but look, there was a period, it, 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 it was an important game for them to win. 
not just because they were on this three-game losing streak, but also we all know who's coming in Thursday. I think it would have been sorry. I'm not. Yeah, if 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 they lose, if they're one and four, and then they lose the Tampa Bay, they they go down to one and five. This thing goes south pretty quickly. Totally. Um, The the way they turn that around, the it just it changes your outlook a bit. If you're if you're two and four, but you just beat the Panthers, now you have ten days to prepare for the Rams. It's, it's it's a different situation. So uh, I give them a lot of credit for the way they fought back to win that game. Yeah, I mean, if you can just like over the course of seventeen games, beat the bad teams, lose to the good teams, and like go five hundred against the teams who are also mediocre, you got a chance to make the playoffs. And there's a lot of like bad and mediocre teams on the yeah. back half of the schedule. Like I, I, I said on the previous podcast, I had the Eagles one and five to start the season. Uh, so the fact mm, that they're two Eagles lose on Thursday, baby, that's another crystal ball <laughs> Eagle. Yeah, and the little home cooking to get you some. Uh, Please, yeah, there's no reason that should be a seven point. Please, point, point thing. Um, when when he mentions Larry Karras. That should get that should be Mount Union points when he says my college coach. Yeah, that's arguable. I think you're probably right. I think yeah. that deserves. I think that counts. All right, thank you, thank you. Well, it it seems you have considerable sway with uh, Dennis. So you should let him know. Well, I don't know. Dennis Dennis is the uh, is the man. Although I heard it, Dennis doesn't love super sarcastic, which shocks me. He and I both. <laughs> well, probably because it's so it's hard to keep track. It's, track. <laughs> yeah. it's like he does, he does, he does enjoy Zach's descent into uh, into madness over the handling of his turkeys. Uh, all right, have we touched on everything? Great play by Stephen Nelson. Great play, by which Steven we didn't Nelson. talk about. Huge play. Yep. Um, we did talk about it, but it was a great play. I, I said Steven Nelson's not one of the great players. Yeah, I know, I know. But, yeah. but we didn't really give it its, yeah. its due time. Um, yeah, how is Zach still awake? Um, I mean, it's not that late. It's 12.05, but I yeah, was I up should very, let, You've got, you've got, you've got some stuff to do where, so, so, so I don't know where your hotel is relative to mine. There Pretty is, close. There's a train track. Mm, is, yeah. it, is there a train track by yours? Yeah. That train, all hours of the night last night. Oh, really? Late. I haven't heard it at all. Oh man, it was. Uh, look, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not complaining here, but um, yeah, that that thing was going. So I, I was, I was up pretty early this morning. Uh, took a nice walk in Charlotte, great city. Really enjoy being in Charlotte. But uh, yeah, I'm a little tired here. Um, okay. But I'm, 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 I'm bowing. Look forward to the pod. No, if, if there's anything <laughs> look else, forward we to have the pod to... as we've got like seconds left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marissa, how was your weekend? Um, it was very nice. I'm in Baltimore for um, a college friend's wedding. Um, oh, man, he you is... guys are just friend flexing all over the place. <laughs> He's a Ravens fan, so I gave him a lot of crap for having a Sunday wedding. Um, and, of course, the Ravens play Monday this week. Smart. Um, but it was beautiful, and I'm very happy for him and his new wife. So it's fun. Everything went off without a hitch? Yep. They got married. So it's big. It's <laughs> yeah. big time. Hitched. Yes. Yep. There you go. Uh, all right, Zach, what do we uh, set us up? What do we got coming up this week? Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a quick week here. Obviously we'll, we'll speak to Nick Sirianni 
um, on Monday, and then uh, we will we'll speak to players Tuesday, Gannon Tuesday. Uh, we'll see what Wednesday holds. We'll have Birds with Friends, what, Tuesday night, regular schedule, 8 p.m., yes. and that will lead us into the Bucks game, and then Eagles-Bucks Thursday, and then the Eagles have a long weekend. So, and I think we're gonna do the uh, the quicker post game pod on Thursday with uh, Sheila and Marissa kicking things off until until Zach and I can log on. Yeah, so you can experiment. send in your questions, and I will read them to Sheila uh, until Bo and Zach race home safely from the game. Oh, I will probably as if find we're room as if we're in, parking uh, valets. I'll, I'll I'll probably find a room in the stadium and. And jump on pretty quick. Mm. Yeah. yeah, not a bad idea. All right. Uh, well, I guess I'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Thanks for listening. The Eagles uh, pull one out in Charlotte to go to two and three. Stay alive. Stay relevant. Tied for second place in the division. In the wild card mix. Ready for Tom Brady on Thursday night. Can they make him bereft on the turf? Can they? Find a way to shove some strawberries down his throat and really get him off his game. Well, he famously doesn't eat strawberries, Zach. Because for inflammation? Is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Whatever he's doing, it's working, man. I mean, crazy. Well, I mean, it's probably right? drugs, right? No, it's it's superior. It's it's training, mental acuity. There's a lot of what he what he does well. Big really week, premium stuff. I'm eager to read. Uh, Seth Wickersham's book, which comes out on uh, Tuesday. And uh, Ooh, we'll learn more about Brady in that book. Yeah, I mean, that the 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 Wickersham, like the, uh, I tweeted this, but like the the ESPN article that like sort of went through a bunch of the stuff that's in there, like, you know, it, you know that, that he's got like all the goods when like the Malcolm Butler mystery, which everybody yeah. had been trying to figure out for years, just gets solved as like, on like the 28th thing in the article, like such a like minor aside, like, oh yeah, by the way, this is what happened with Malcolm Butler and it's like a big flex. So can't wait to read it. It'll be good. All right, uh, that'll do it. Thanks for listening, everybody. For Marissa and Sheil and Zach, I'm Bo. We'll talk to you on Tuesday night. And as always, good luck.